Hello and welcome to the Next Shift Podcast, a place for current and former law enforcement to come together and share stories of life after law enforcement. I promise you it's not as scary as you might think, and life is not over just because your career is. I'm your host, Jess Flores, and I myself have transitioned out of the field. And while it's definitely been one of the hardest and scariest things I've ever had to do, it has also been one of the most rewarding. It's what led me to rediscovering my identity without the job, redefining my purpose and what it kind of looks like now, and reigniting passions I had kind of let go to the wayside. It's what led me to creating Next Shift LLC and now this podcast. It is my mission to help you create your next shift by helping you remember who you are behind the badge. You'll hear stories from those who have already made the transition, their spouses and their perspectives of the transition, as well as some resources. Thank you so much for being here. I look forward to serving you. What is up, Next Shift fam? It is your girl, Jess, back with another solo episode. And today I wanted to talk about three things every current officer should have. And when I was coming up with this list of things, it is based off of multiple um, discovery calls and multiple coaching calls and multiple conversations in the DMs that I've been having. And I just feel like we could really narrow things down to make life a little less stressful, if you will, um, while you are looking for um, an exit strategy, or even if you're not yet looking for the exit strategy, just being prepared, knowing that it could happen any day that you're going to have to transition out of law enforcement, having these three things ready, prepared, able to go are going to just make life a whole lot easier. And they're not necessarily in order, so take it how you will, but these are the three things that I came up with. First, every single officer needs to have an updated resume resume ready to go. Again, you never know when you might meet somebody and they're just going to ask, hey, do you have a resume on hand? Um, or you make a connection and you weren't really thinking about leaving, but now this person has presented you with an opportunity and you're like, oh damn, actually maybe I could make this work or maybe I could leave. Um, and you just want to be as prepared as possible. There are so many options out there when it comes to resumes. You guys have heard me say before, I personally never did anything special with mine. Mine is the basic law enforcement template. I actually do need to go through it now and utilize ChatGPT to see what it shows me and what it says it could look like for more or I guess less law enforcement feel to it and have those translated type terms in it that would grip uh, any computer system that is scanning through them as you submit them. I will say something I've learned And I did this with my resume. I said I didn't change it, but I would put in key terms into like my skills or into what my duties were. I would take keywords and skills that they had in the job listing and put them in there just so it would at least pick up on those things. I personally... If you don't know anything about the Enneagram, I'm an Enneagram 1, which is a moral perfectionist. So this is a little bit of a side tangent. I hate doing 
anything, saying anything that would make someone feel like I were trying to cheat them or lie to them. So there are plenty of people out there who are like, change your titles from what you were to any number of things. Program manager, operations manager, all of these different things when you were like, let's say a sergeant. Me personally, I'm not here for that. I this is my job. This was my role. You can see that I worked for this police department. This was my role. And then underneath of that, I can use project manager or, or whatever role I'm wanting to use. I can put those as my responsibilities. Like you guys have heard me talk about the 25 transferable skills sheet that I have. Um, either in the show notes, you can grab it or at the link in any of my bios, you can grab it. Those skills are are transferable to literally so many titles out here in the quote unquote real world that you can just look at a job listing, look at this 25 skill sheet and be like, okay, this is where these two match up. And this is how I can state that in my resume. Um, Again, there are so many options when it comes to your resume, whether you're using AI, chat GPT, um, a resume coach or a career coach, you're reaching out and say, hey, Jess, would you mind just looking at this and seeing what feedback you can provide me? I am not a resume expert. I will never claim to be a resume expert, um, but I do have connections with people in those fields. I do keep up with what they are saying to do. And honestly, a lot of people right now are utilizing AI and saying chat GPT is the bomb.com when it comes to getting your resume looking like what corporate um, atmospheres are looking for. So I can't stress enough, every time you get, you know, a new skill that you develop, uh, you go to a training and you obtain some sort of certification, especially one that is transferable. Um, Okay, that was skills. (laughs) Any new title with new responsibilities that you hold, Um, Anytime you move, anytime your references change, like I have looked at mine, I'm like, oh, I should probably take them off because they no longer work there anymore. Um, Just all of those little things that you might not think are a big deal or you might not even think about because you're like, well, my experience is listed. You're going to want to keep everything else up to date as well. Um, The second thing that I believe every officer should have, and again, this comes from numerous conversations with people, whether in the DMs, on discovery calls, or on coaching calls. This is one thing that so many people lack, and it is something that is so small to incorporate that it just blows my mind that it's not out there, Um, but that is a non-police-related activity that brings you joy. And I'll use joy lightly. You can put whatever happy type emotion, positive, um, fulfilling, joyful, whatever you want to put there for that word. And this can be either a hobby or a side hustle. Me personally, I am always going to push for having a hobby that you enjoy doing that can also be a side hustle and make you money on the side. One of the number one things I hear from people who say they are stuck in this field, and we already did a whole episode on being stuck and how you're not stuck, you are choosing to stay where you are. You can say all day long, well, I can't leave because I won't find this money or I won't do that. Well... 
You really have to start digging in deep to those things. Then why are you staying stuck? You are choosing. And that really sucks when we have to admit that we're choosing to stay in the situation we're in and stay miserable. But when you can turn a hobby into something that makes money, and I cannot remember if I've talked about this before on an episode, but almost everybody pays you anymore to do any type of, um, not branding for them, but sales for them. Amazon will pay people now. Um, most companies of like uh, products for fitness have some sort of affiliate program. There are numerous direct sale companies out there. And despite the negative connotation around that, that is a world I've been involved in for five and a half years. And while there are things that I absolutely despise about the industry, what made it absolutely incredible and changed the game for me was when I decided, sure, I hate how A, B, and C are being done, but I can do them this way, and it's not weird, and it's not creepy, and it's not that Spamela Anderson-type bullshit that people are spewing. It is literally like, hey, I have this thing that is freaking amazing. I utilize it every single day. I know that it can help people. I'm going to freaking talk about it. We do that all day, every day with our favorite restaurants, our favorite sports. Uh, I almost said sports bars, but sure. Um, everything we have. Oh, the shirt, it's from X, Y, or Z. Like all of the different things, we are constantly selling everything all day long. Some of you drink energy drinks or protein, like it is going out of style and like those companies are pay you, but you're not getting paid for it. Connect with these companies that you are already utilizing these certain products that you know and love and see how you can get paid for promoting it. Um, what did my husband just do? Granted, he's not getting paid for it. He found a boot brand and they sent him a freaking free pair of boots if he would like try them out, go online every once in a while and talk about them. And I was like, see, that's incredible. And that is just growing not only your network, but your confidence. Um, being on camera or social media is definitely not something we are used to in this field, but it is something that can absolutely change the game for you. And again, I want this to be something that brings you joy or happiness or positivity, fulfilling, whether that is volunteering, whether that is joining some kind of league and going out and playing a certain sport. Pickleball seems to be all the rage right now. Um, maybe it's coaching like a little league team of some kind. Maybe it is just being by yourself and going for runs. Maybe it is doing something with sales. Um, but anything, anything that gets you away from law enforcement and the bullshit that it brings with it and the negativity of the world and truly makes you balance out just a little bit is something that you need. And the sooner you can start that, the better. I just keep having these conversations with people and it's like, well, tell me about your day. And it is literally, I wake up, I go to work from this time to this time, I come home, I search for jobs, um, I turn on some TV and I'm like, there's nothing in there that is for you. Um, and so my job is to help you, again, focus on who you are. And if you can sit there and you can tell me, I don't even know what I like anymore, and plenty of you have, then we really have to do a lot of digging. And it's going to suck. I'm I'm going to be really honest. It is not ever fun doing like introspection work and digging deep onto why we are the way that we are or admitting that we've maybe slid to a place that we don't necessarily love but we also feel like there's no way out or it's going to take too much work. 
there is no such thing as too much work when it comes to your like investing in yourself and doing things for you and making yourself get to a place where you are proud of. Which leads me into the third thing that I think, well, I don't think, I know that every officer should have. And I did a whole episode on this, but I want to recircle around to it because despite that episode, despite numerous posts uh, about it, despite numerous conversations about it, I still see it not being utilized. And number two kind of tied into this is a daily routine. And sometimes I think we have that perfectionist all or nothing tendency like, well, my days that I work, it looks like this. And my days off, it looks like this. But then I've got kids, but then I've got this, but then I've got off duty. And we come up with every single excuse to why we can't have a daily routine. I'm not even calling it a morning routine because I really don't give two shits when you do these things. I just need you to have a daily routine that brings you back around, gives you a solid foundation of, I don't want to say strength, but really strength to stand on when times get hard. And this is a lesson I had to learn a very hard way. Um, Life is always going to happen. We know that very much so more than almost anybody. Um, And especially when things happen unexpectedly, we need something. We need routine to go back and rely on to help us get through it. So seeing how many of us don't have this daily routine is really kind of heartbreaking to me. Um, If you haven't checked out that episode, go back and see that episode. I don't have the number in front of me right now. If you haven't checked out the daily habits form that I have at the link in my bio or I'll tag it in the show notes down below, snag that and just see how it feels. It takes 21 days to form a habit and 90 days to film or to film a lifestyle, goodness, to form a lifestyle. Five and a half years I have been doing those five activities or some variation of it almost, I mean, I would say 98%, 99% of the time. There are some times when just everything seems a little too overwhelming and one or two of them slip. But for the most part, the five things that I do every day, and this is something I borrowed from Rachel Hollis, um, it was five things to help you thrive. If you do these five things every day, and again, doesn't matter when, it's your routine, make it work for you. But if you do these five things, you will start to feel better. And I can attest to that because for five and a half years, I've been doing it. The first thing, and this one is always a little tricky because I despise mornings, but wake up. It's supposed to be an hour earlier than you need to. I just say wake up earlier than you need to. Whatever that looks like for you and gives you enough time to have a little bit of me time before waking up, being stressed out because the damn alarm is going off, then rushing around, then, oh my God, I forgot I had to put my belt back together. Oh my God, I had to do this. Oh shit, I need gas on the way to work. And you're just flustered by the time you even get to work. That's not fun. Wake up earlier than you need to so you can either have that cup of coffee, you can do some journaling, some meditation, some Bible reading, whatever it is that makes you feel a sense of calm when you wake up, give yourself enough time to do that. The next thing you should do is drink water. For gosh sakes, flush these toxins out of our bodies that are that are just sitting there most of the time or floating around causing us a whole lot of freaking issues. There are all kinds of debates on how much water you should drink a day. For me personally, half your body weight in ounces at least seems to be what makes me feel good. But this is where people sometimes take um, habits or workouts or whatever it is a little too extreme. Like 
find what works for you. Sometimes you have to cut off all the external noise telling you you should do this, you should do that, and trying to keep up with what everybody is saying because I swear to goodness there are like a hundred people telling you to drink water a hundred different ways. They're telling you to eat a hundred different ways. They're telling you to work out a hundred different different ways for your body. It just all gets too freaking chaotic and confusing. Shut that shit off, figure out what works for you, and do it. If you need help, holler at your girl. So half your body weight in water or whatever water goal you come up with for yourself a day, go with that. Um, F, food. I was like, I'm trying to go through it in my head. Food. Find some sort of meal plan that works for you. The internet is full of ideas and options for how you should eat. Again, tune some of them out, do what feels best for you, um, and stick to a meal plan. Again, 21 days, see how it feels. Try it on for 21 days. See if you start to notice differences in how you feel. Do you have more energy? Do you sleep better? Are you less bloated? Uh, Do you feel less heavy? Do you have less heartburn? All of these different things. Um, It's one reason I love Beachbody is because it gave me the fitness and the nutrition and the accountability all at once. And it was freaking genius. And it's exactly what I needed. Again, if you need help in these areas, reach out. Let's chat. Um, So that's food. Follow a meal plan of some sort every day. We know that's not going to be perfect. I can tell you for the past two years, I think F is the only one not crossed off my off of my list every single day. <laughs> and it's been ridiculous. I follow it pretty closely, but then at some point in the day, I derail on something and I'm like, well, I can't, cr- I can't uh, cross that off. But also, that's a realization when you look back over and you're like, wow, I wonder why I'm gaining weight. Because my freaking food sucks ass. And then eventually one day you're going to get sick and tired of that and you're going to make the changes necessary. Been there, done that. Um, The next one would be a workout of some sorts and don't let this be so rigid. Is your workout weights? Amazing. Everybody needs to lift weights. Um, Is it walking to clear your head? Is it mountain climbing? Is it yoga? Is it dance? Is it jumping on the trampoline? For workouts, I personally say intentional movement. I don't really give two shits what you do. I just need you to move your body and get shit moving either through your body, get your mind clear, whatever it takes. I need you to do that for at least 20 minutes a day. I prefer 30, but at least 20 minutes a day. And the more you do it and the more you mix it up by doing what feels good, excuse me, on certain days, the better you are going to feel. It's when we try to force certain workouts that we absolutely despise that we just give up and we're like, whatever, who cares? Um, Even with a workout calendar, guys, there are plenty of time. In five and a half years, I have followed plenty fitness calendars as far as what the workout will be. But I finally made it work for me. And what finally made it stick was saying, well, being adaptable like we are. um, Oh, I hate that cardio workout right there. Instead, that's the day I'm going to go do a run. Um, I really hate that workout right there. So I'm actually going to switch it with this one from this other program that I like, or I'm just going to mix up a bunch of moves that I know work those body parts for the day. And I'm going to do that. And that's going to be considered my workout. Or you know what? I'm just feeling really ugh today. I just need to get some movement in. I'm going to go for a walk. That is my workout for the day. And I move on. That flexibility, that lack of perfection is what has allowed it to stick. Um, and be so absolutely incredible. And then the last habit, 
um, or routine part of the routine is gratitude. And this is something I do most mornings when I wake up early enough. Um, whether I write it down in a journal and show you guys or not on my stories, I do every morning have a gratitude practice where I think about at least five things that I am grateful for. Some mornings that's harder than others, but when we can stay in gratitude, what is what there's a quote. It says something like, it's not happy people who are thank it's not thankful people who are happy. It's vice versa. I don't know. It's not thankful people who are happy. It's happy people who are thankful. Or vice versa. It's one of those two. But it makes so much sense. When you stay rooted in gratitude, you can be as pissed off as you want to be at whatever. And if you stop and you're like, but what am I thankful for? And you can list, let's just say two or three things throughout your day when that moment happens, it will instantly be a mood booster. What helps me even more personally is when I reach out to someone I'm grateful for in those moments that I'm feeling really agitated, pissed off, furious, whatever it is, I reach out to somebody and I let them know how thankful I am for them. That instantly brings joy and happiness and positivity back to me and allows me to show up better. Um, So that got a little bit longer winded than I expected it to be. And I know I already covered daily routine, but I just I wanted to give you an example at least of like what those five things, if you do those five things as part of your daily routine, you will start to feel like you're thriving and not just surviving. You're not just waking up, going to work, working off duty, spending time with the family. Not that that's bad, but I do want to tell you that when you start incorporating things for you into your day and that's like a new thing and you do have family, you need to communicate these things. You can't expect them to just know why all of a sudden you're doing this um, and not question it or maybe not even be on board. Sometimes you just have to keep showing up the way you want to show up and others will get on board. Um, You can't just be like, leave me alone. I want to go do this. How often have we done that? Far too often. And it never ends well. Just communicate. Hey, I am just really feeling like shit lately. And I think that if I do these things as best as I can every day, but I'm going to need your help. I'm going to need 30 minutes when I get off of work. I'm going to need 30 minutes before I go in. Whatever it is that you're going to need, fit these things in, but adapt this routine to what you need and what fits your lifestyle. If you can't do that, or you don't really know how, or you're like, what? Reach out. Let's have a conversation. I love helping you guys do things that make you feel your absolute best so that you can put your best foot forward, whether it's for a promotion, whether it's stepping out and going a whole nother career path, um, whether it is retiring and going to go live your happy life. um, You still need a routine of some kind. So these are three things that again, I think every current officer, if you're in the middle of your transition, if you have transitioned and you don't have these things, I still think you should have them. But definitely every current officer should have an updated resume, a non-police related activity, whether a hobby or a side hustle that brings you some freaking joy. And if it brings extra income, hell yes, why not? And a daily routine, whatever that daily routine looks like for you. And remember, you can be flexible. It doesn't have to be perfect. Have a workday routine and a non-workday routine if you need to. If that helps your brain do it consistently, that is what you need to do. But 
I am going to cut this off. I was trying to keep this one shorter, but if you have questions about any of these three things, if you need help with any of these three things, feel free to reach out. And as always, get your ass on LinkedIn and start networking with people who can help you with all of these areas as well. It's something we all talk about all week long over there. So you are missing out on that party, but I hope you guys have an incredible week and I will chat with you soon. Well, that does it for this episode. Thank you so very much for choosing to spend your time with me. If you loved it, I'd be honored if you shared it with a friend or your social media network, but be sure to tag me so I can reach out and personally thank you. Until next time, see you next shift.